You know every superhero gotta have theme music, right? People are crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going utterly mad. This guy gets it. I like him. He's getting angry. I'm here to make a difference. Welcome to another episode of Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. So glad you guys are checking in with us today. i got a great episode for you. had an opportunity to talk to one of the Democratic candidates uh, for the 12th Congressional District of Georgia. That is a, a district that encompasses Augusta and a whole host of other counties. Um, had a chance to sit down and talk with Francis Johnson today. He's, uh, he's going to be the guest of uh, this very special podcast. Very excited to share this uh, all with you. If you guys aren't familiar, uh, maybe in the, uh, the listening area, particularly in Augusta, uh, there's actually a qualifying period that is going to take place here in May where there are a number of very important elections, elections that, you know, we will keep you all informed uh, about as we uh, go through the weeks here leading up to the May qualifying period. Of course, we'll go from May to the November elections, uh, November elections being especially important this year, 2018 midterms. We've talked about it, you know, for the better part of what, a year and a half. Uh, especially those of us who might have been disappointed by the last president, excuse me, presidential election. And so, you know, 2018 is, hey, let's face it, it's put up or shut up time. I believe personally, you know, it's important to be aware of every election that's going on. And so in uh, in that spirit, uh, we're going to talk to um, attorney Francis Johnson today, who, again, is running for the 12th Congressional District of Georgia. Before we jump into that, I just want to go ahead and shout out a couple sponsors. I want to thank the Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard in Augusta, Georgia. If you're looking for affordable health care and a pharmacy that you can trust, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. I also want to shout out my friends Jesse and Doris Willard with your locally owned H&R Block at 2664 Tobacco Road in Hepzibah. I recommend them because of their 25 years in the business and because they personally do my taxes. If you have not gotten your taxes done by now, Lord of mercy, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? At any rate, uh, go ahead and get that done. And in getting that done, I want you to trust the Willards. 706-305-1412. 706-305-1412 is the number there. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into this podcast. Uh, we're going to jump into this conversation, rather, with attorney Francis Johnson, who is a candidate for the 12th Congressional District of Georgia. Thanks for listening. And and you were checking in with me, Ken Macon, and making a difference. Just in the presence of, as uh, stated earlier, a kindred spirit, just very excited uh, for a young man who I know I've known through his work uh, with the NAACP, whom I know for his work uh, as an attorney, want to introduce to the podcast. He's going to love as I introduce him, Dr. Francis Johnson. Oh, wow. No, just Francis. <laughs> just Francis. Just Francis. Just Francis. That's what my mama called me. <laughs> well, if your mama call you Francis, That's I'm right. going to call you Francis. That's right. That's right. How you doing today, my Man, friend? I'm well. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm loving this space. We're up in... Hanging out in the book tavern. Yeah, the book tavern. Here up here in this little book nook, just surrounded by all of this knowledge and wealth. And uh, and actually, you know, talking to somebody that I've, I've come to vibe with as well. So... I'm glad to be able to share with your your audience about our campaign, uh, campaign to reclaim the 12th congressional district uh, and take our seat back in Congress. Congress has a pretty important role in our democracy as a co-equal branch of government. And so who we send to Congress uh, to advocate on our behalf matters. And uh, Rick W. Allen 
uh, doesn't represent our voice, doesn't represent our values, doesn't represent our communities. And so it's time to make a change. When you say that, and you just came right out and called the man's name and said he doesn't right. represent us, why? Well, he's, he, uh, he simply doesn't carry this perspective of a majority of the 714,940 people who make up this district. Most of the folks uh, need a good job. Rick Allen already made his millions off of uh, overbilling uh, taxpayers for his construction contracts. Uh, so uh, the issues of um, producing high-paying jobs in the CSRA are not uh, top of mind to him. Uh, he's already gotten his. Uh, improving our education, reimagining a 150-year-old agrarian education system uh, to, to, to properly prepare our neighbors for the global economy that they will have to go and compete in. And that includes, um, you know, reimagining public education to include technical education and uh, higher education debt-free. It's not something that, that Rick Allen is interested in. Raising the, the minimum wage to a living wage. Everything else has gone up for your listeners. Uh, their rent, their electricity, gas. I mean, it goes up every year. We just know that things cannot cost the same year to year. Uh, but at the same time, the minimum wage hasn't been raised in nearly two, de two decades. The minimum wage was adjusted today for inflation uh, at the level it was in 1968. It was $1.25 when Martin Luther King was killed, fighting for poor people, sanitation workers in Memphis. If it had been adjusted from that place to today, it'd be over $18 an hour. So we're at $7.25. Well, we are so far behind. Uh, what it means is, in dollars and cents, is that you can work every day of the year, assuming that your children don't get sick or you don't get sick, not miss a day of work, and still be under the poverty line, there's something un-American about that. It's not fair when uh, there's disincentives to go to work. You've uh, been able to encapsulate just so much of, of that struggle as you talk about, you know, just the struggle of the constituents here and very few words. Very impressed with that. The question I want to ask you, sure. because in terms of politics, and we've seen politics I mean, for years, go to this dark place, but now it's just, I mean, it, it's really in the doldrums. What inspires a, and I, and I feel like you're a, a person who is grassroots, a mm -hmm. person who has, you know, been successful as an attorney, who mm -hmm. has been able to, you know, ascend through the NAACP. What is your in, uh, incentive or motivation to tra to transition from grassroots, where some may argue you may be more effective, into this political arena at this time? Well, in order to win this election, I'm going to have to organize and take every tool in that toolkit I've gathered over the last 20 years, you know, fighting for criminal justice reform, fighting for a better education system, fighting for uh, organized labor and with organized labor. I'm going to take all those skills and put them at use to build a campaign across 19 counties uh, that can unseat uh, Rick Allen in a gerrymandered district. You know, the powers to be under the Golden Dome in Atlanta drew a district where Rick Allen could choose his voters. The voters didn't choose Rick Allen. This district has been redrawn three times uh, in 10 years. And so um, it's the most gerrymandered seat in Congress. So I will have to use all of the organizing tools I have and have every one of your listeners, their mama and their cousins too, uh, to organize with us if we're to do this. But I think we can do it. If we do this, we'll send a message that people matter more than politics. We'll send a message that the, what, what, what's, what's possible when you put people first. And I think what will inspire them is what has inspired every generation since the founding of this country, as imperfect as it was. The document, and I carry it with me everywhere I go, I pull it out here in this bookstore, it begins, we the people. 
I mean, those are powerful words. Think about the ontological possibilities of, uh, of what can be uh, when you begin with the people. We the people. You know, and that's fun, That's the fundamental difference between those on the right versus those on the left, those who call themselves progressive or Democrat versus those who are conservative, um, is that either you believe that, that we and the we the people should include as many as possible, should also include our same gender-loving neighbors, should also include uh, our neighbors who just came to this country or who have been here five or six generations, or some who came not of their own choice, but came uh, after being stolen from their own homelands, that, that we should include as many people as possible, and that's the best of our democracy. Or you don't. You believe that, that we should be uh, an exclusive club. Uh, you know, originally it was just designed for wealthy landowning white men. And there are some people, uh, including, I think, the person who sits at 1600 Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Avenue, who wouldn't mind going back to that. So when he says make America great again, that's what he's talking about. Uh, but I think those of us who know that we have a right, we've earned a damn right, uh, we've paid for it uh, more more than uh, than others to earn a right to have a say in this democracy. No, we can't surrender politics. Uh, we can't because politics determines, it's not complicated, it's just who gets what, when, where, and how, and if you get it at all. And for my community, uh, I know that we aren't getting our fair share, and uh, I'm going to Congress to get it. Y'all see, I'm, I usually have a lot to say. I'm, I'm speechless. It's, it's good to know, less than seven minutes in, that we're not dealing with a politician. We are, in fact, listening, and are, and I'm rooting for a public servant. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's generous. But, you know, make no mistake about it, politics, uh, as we play it now, with all the money that's required to even get in. Literally, I had to go to Atlanta on Monday and put down $5,288 to, to list my name uh, as a, on the Democratic ballot. Uh, that's such a barrier to those who want to run for public office. I don't know. Uh, we've got to do something about that and the nearly million dollars I'll need to raise between now uh, and the primary and then after I advance from the primary to the general in order to have a fighting chance to unseat uh, Rick Allen. And so the influence of money and all that you've got to do to raise the kind of money necessary to sustain a successful campaign is a real threat to our democracy. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because it needs to be done. Um, but at the same time, I, re I recognize that that is a proximate threat uh, to our democracy. Um, and so I would just urge your listeners that uh, this, de this democracy will not maintain itself. It is not perfect. It's far from it. But uh, in this document, uh, words, for, you know, when you get when you start reading it, it's amazing. It's a short document, but it's important. It says, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, each generation's job is to make it better for the generation that comes after us. Our children will have tough questions to ask us uh, about what we did while our democracy was being undermined, while the hard-earned gains of the civil rights movement, all the things that uh, brave and brave and bold black women and men and people of color and um, people of goodwill of all hues have fought for in order to make this a better country. While all of that was put on the table in a wager, uh, what were we doing? Uh, I wanted to be able to tell them that I did what I could, what I had, where I was. That this is our fight. This is our day. And uh, your listeners need to hear this as a charge. Uh, and get up and do something. If you want to join the NAACP, great. Uh, 
It may not be the organization it should be. It's missing you. Uh, if you don't join the NAACP, join the League of Women Voters. Join SCLC. Join something. Hell, start something. If something doesn't exist, start it. Um, because there's no movement unless you move. Um, I see you wearing Black Panther hat. And, and I'm jealous, first of all, of the hat. Uh, and then secondly, I'm like, Marvel, Disney, what the hell's going on? But get some more merchandise so that we can take advantage of it and buy it. Because I think what we've seen in the outpour of support, nearly a billion dollars in box office receipts, and I love to see what the other collateral enterprises will produce, um, is something real and tangible. It is, is an expression of our, of our ambitions in this moment. We, we will not see um, a, a, a declination of the rights and privileges of 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 those of us uh, who uh, who fought so hard to get them, we will not see that. We will not see liberty diminished in this day. So whereas Wakanda is uh, fictional, our hopes are not. And so uh, I hope that you will see that hope in this campaign. I hope that you will see it in those uh, brave students who are crying out enough. They're sick of gun violence in their schools, and they're sick of an NRA gun lobby that uh, buys off politicians like they bought out Rick, Rick Allen, nearly $9,700 they've given him as hush money to keep him silent about the proliferation of, you know, weapons of mass destruction. And I hope that you see that hope in bookstores like this one that are thriving to survive amongst, you know, the conglomerates of uh, big box stores that are, uh, you know, just squeezing the life out of this market and all other kinds of markets. Hope you see that hope in, you know, the local vendor who's been pushing uh, Afrocentric merchandise for years and years and years, and uh, y'all showing up now, buying them all, buying it all off the racks. I hope you see the hope in um, our children's eyes as they, uh, as, 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 they, as they do the work of childhood, which is play. Uh, many of them are playing on broken playgrounds, attending broken schools, uh, part of broken families, uh, trying to access health care in a broken market trying to vote in a broken uh, democratic system. Uh, but they still need to know that hope. So uh, like Jesse said, keep hope alive because uh, we can't tell the babies that there's no hope. When we come back, we're going to get into some of the specifics of Attorney Johnson's campaign. You're listening to Making a Difference. My name is Lauren Macon, and you are listening to Making a Difference with my handsome husband, Ken Macon. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you looking for affordable health care? Are you looking for a pharmacy that you can trust? Well, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard here in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. This may be a familiar voice to you. Hey, it's none other than Ken Macon from the hit show Making a Difference. And I just want to tell you about the fine folks over at Medical Villa Pharmacy. They're led by pharmacists Dr. Marshall Curtis and Baron Curtis. And I tell you, they provide great service for many of us here in Augusta, Richmond County. They take Georgia Medicaid, insurance plans, charge cards, WIC vouchers, and they even provide free delivery service. The Medical Villa Pharmacy is conveniently located in the medical district near the Medical College of Georgia and Payne College, Medical Villa Pharmacy. They are dedicated doctors, medical mavens, and a blessing to the health industry. What more can I say but head to Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. Tax problems giving you the blues. <laughs> 
tax liens, levies, garnishments, unfiled tax returns, denied a passport because you owe back taxes. I'm Jesse Willard with your locally owned H&R Block in Hepsiburg. We have over 25 years of experience in representing clients with tax problems, and we can help you to jazz up your life. Contact us at 706-305-1412 to schedule your free consultation. H&R Block, the one you know and trust. We've uh, heard these all-encompassing views in terms of your campaign, in terms of your ideology. Um, what are some specific points of your campaign, things that you're saying, hey, this is why I want you, the voters of Augusta, Burke County, and the 12th Congressional District to um, vote for you? Well, we need, we need a congressman that's going to fight for prosperity for all. I mean, that's just it. Either you, you, you're you going to send Rick Allen or allow Rick Allen to go back to Congress and continue to fight for the 1% that he belongs to. Or you're going to send somebody who's going to look out for the rest of us. Uh, you know, I I came from, I got an opponent in this race who's trying to tell me about his blue-collar background. Man, I came from uh, the dirt farm of my grandfather. We were so poor, we didn't even have any collars, period. We just wore overalls, no shirt. Um, so prosperity for all. And what that means is you know, the fundamentals of the creating a prosperous economy for all of us, those of us who have to work for a living, uh, is about uh, making sure that we first acknowledge there's no such thing as a middle class anymore in America. Either you have to work for a living or you don't. And for working people, uh, prosperity means that there's good, high-paying jobs that can pay the, uh, the kinds of wages that will allow you to buy a home, educate your children, to be able to have the quality of life that your parents enjoy. That begins with a good, high-paying job. You can't get a good, high-paying job if you don't have an education and a trained workforce. And so prosperity for all means reimagining public education to include debt-free college and uh, technical training because we're competing with folks around the globe who already include that in their public education. Greater prosperity for all means and doing the easy stuff like raising the minimum wage, but it's also about making sure that we put critical infrastructure here in the CSRA. We need four-lane highways. We need high-speed internet. You know a full 30% of this district is without high-speed connectivity. When you're trying to start a business and do business around the globe, you got to be able to talk in real time to people. And if you don't have high-speed connectivity, you can't do that. And so, and so it's about those critical infrastructure. It's about vision. Prosperity for all is about leveraging the resources we already have. Here we are in Augusta with some of the greatest medical and research uh, institutions, assets, if you will, and we're not leveraging them. Why not create a research triangle between the resources you have here in Augusta and the ones down in Statesboro with the New Georgia Southern, which has all of the, you know some of the best allied health professions uh, and research going on, over to Dublin where we have uh, tremendous resources there through the VA hospital and, uh, and Veterans Administration's work they have going on there. We can create a research triangle that innovates medical research, product development, uh, and really focuses on veterans as a population to do that. There's so many veterans between Dublin and, uh, and Augusta and Statesboro between Fort Gordon and uh, Fort Stewart and, and all the military uh, retired assets that we have there in the Dublin area. So prosperity for all means all of those things, but you got to have somebody who thinks about that. All Rick Allen thinks about is how to curry favor with a, with a narcissistic president and how to get back to the Augusta National Golf Course for another round on the weekends. He doesn't visit. He doesn't care about you. And he doesn't. And he's taking for granted that you won't 
go out and vote anyway. And so the only people who are putting back in office are the ones who benefit from his very narrow policies. So you can do something about that. Let me just say this to your listeners. You know, out of all the inequities that there are in this world, and there are lots, all the shit that women have to deal with, that people of color have to deal with, that our gay, lesbian, transgender brothers have to deal with, brothers and sisters have to deal with, all the stuff that's wrong, that's unfair, unequal, there is a case, Baker versus Carr, that established the principle of one man, one vote. And when you go into that ballot box, I don't care if your name is Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Oprah Winfrey, or Jay-Z, or just a regular dude from Statesboro, or from Augusta, you have one vote. Why take that which makes you equal to everyone else and throw it away by not showing up? So let me tell your listeners, rich people have a lot of influence, but at the polls, every one of our votes counts the same. Make your vote count on May 22nd and elect Francis Johnson as your next congressperson. Very well said. want to ask you this. Um, in terms of attacking poverty, because poverty is, is something that we hear you, right. of course, have uh, rural roots. What can we do to attack poverty at the root and what, what what will your campaign do with that absolutely so and poverty is first of all we can dispel the notion that people are poor because they're lazy uh people are poor because they're degenerate people are poor because they want to be poor no people are poor because there's systems that conspire to disincentivize work i mean if if you if the choice is go to work so i can make enough money to pay for daycare then i you just disincentivize work the minimum wage is generally enough to only cover daycare. I might as well stay at home with my own children and not work. But there's a dignity in work. Work should pay. And with that dignity, dignity comes greater uh, roots within the community, which leads to greater networks and greater access uh, that can be pathways out of, out of poverty. The, the, the strongest rung on the ladder of economic mobility is getting a good education. And here in Augusta, more than half of the black males that show up in kindergarten won't graduate in 12 years. I mean, that that is, I mean, I would say it's Russian roulette, but hell, in a six shooter, you got a one in six shot of not getting your head, a uh, 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 five in six shot of not getting your head blown off. With the Richmond County school system, there's no different in Bullock County or anywhere else. Half won't graduate. And many who graduate will graduate with a certificate of attendance that won't even qualify them to go and get a higher education or um, the technical education we know they need to be able to thrive. And so if we've got to dispel the, the myths around poverty. We've got to grant, grant people access to uh, high-quality education. And it's not that you aren't paying enough taxes for it because the pupils here in Richmond County pay on average nearly $7,500 uh, a year uh, per pupil to get educated in Richmond County schools. I mean, you can look at what private tuition costs at some of the private tuition at private schools around here, and some might argue that uh, that we aren't getting the bang for our buck when it comes to public schools, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, and we can talk about that maybe in education, but we've got to improve education. We've got to connect communities like the ones I drove through getting to downtown today back to jobs. I mean, it's like a war zone around here. These communities have no economic base at all besides their liquor stores, video rental places, and you know high interest ripoff, furniture furniture lots, etc. 
this is like a zone of exploitation. You got to put good jobs where people can access them. Um, connecting that back to education, connecting that back to the disrupting the cycles of poverty. If we do that, then we can get at the roots of it. As long as we think that people are poor because they want to be, then we'll continue to have the the, the poor that uh, we, we are willing to tolerate in this society. The most richest economy in the world, the most wealthy people on the face of the planet, and 25% of our children go to bed hungry. We got veterans who fought to defend this country abroad and here at home who sleep under our bridges. We have women and children who don't get enough bread and milk to be able to starve off uh, diseases that are easily prevented. Malnutrition, children can't learn, they can't thrive. we got to break the system. We can do it if we wanted to. Final thing I want to ask you, I'm, I'm seeing this and I'm envisioning your campaign as almost like this tour de force, and it starts from this moment as we're listening to this podcast, moving forward. Uh, the uh, primary, I understand, is in May. And yeah. Then, uh, hopefully you secure victory there. We're going to November, but... Just to tell the people what can be done now to help you get to May and then to get to November. Not to November, but through November. Right. Well, but, well first of all, I'm not asking you to believe in something that uh, has not happened before. Um, that somebody from Sylvania, Georgia, could upseat a weak candidate from Augusta. That's happened before. <laughs> uh, Max Burns uh, defeated and won the, won the election. He was from Sylvania. He won the election against Champ Walker here from Augusta. Um he happened to be a Republican, and I happen to be a Democrat. So I'm, I'm just asking you to believe that I can do it. The only difference between me and Max Burns is he was white and I'm black. So I just want your your believe your 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 viewers or listeners to believe that uh, someone who's speaking the truth. Uh, I think people are waiting for the truth. I think people want to hear uh, authentic messages, not you know prescripted uh, campaign rhetoric. Um, if you believe in that. And I need you to believe in this campaign. Um, and if you want to support this campaign, uh, take out your cell phones, because I know you got them, <laughs> and uh, log on to Francis Johnson, that's F-R-A-N-C-Y-S, Johnson.org, and sign up. You can also do the same at ReclaimGeorgia12.org. Uh, Rick Allen was too damn lazy to even get his own uh, domain. You can even sign up at rickallenforcongress.org. It, it redirects back to my website. <laughs> so um, so join the campaign. Um, we're forming an Augusta uh, team. We've got to knock on doors. We've got to make phone calls. We've got to do all the things that's necessary to, to win, and we will win. And we'll send a message to the powers to be that there's no power like people power. And I believe that we will win a man who i'll tell you just uh speaks from his heart speaks uh from a supreme intellect and a man who speaks with great spirit we're looking forward uh to this young man being able to rest back that seat of the 12th congressional district of georgia so glad to have francis johnson on the show with us oh today. wow thank you my dear brother yes sir yes sir <laughs> look wakanda forever yes right wakanda forever <laughs> All right, so the episode just ended and you're mad. MAD making a difference, but you're also mad because the episode is over. But here's the deal. The movement continues. It continues on social media and far beyond. Social media, Facebook, Twitter. You can go to facebook.com backslash making M-A-K-I-N a difference show and you can keep up with social commentaries. You can also know when the podcasts are coming out. You can also know when our video laws are coming out. And that's the way you can keep up with that. It's facebook.com backslash making different show. You can also keep up with us on Twitter. 
my Twitter handle is difference making that's d-i-f-f-e-r-e-n-c-e making m-a-k-i-n if you want to follow the soundcloud podcast you can do so by going to soundcloud.com backslash making a difference if you're interested in advertising with making a difference you can shoot an email to making m-a-k-i-n a difference show at gmail.com that's making a difference show at gmail.com thank you so much for your support i love you guys peace and god bless you win perfect